All right, welcome back to Flix Radio Special. We've got yet another one of them. Uh, the, Every episode special, this. <laughs> um, we've had a little look through the analytics and we've realised that we're not exclusively listened to by North London hippies. We've also got some grown-ups as well. So we've got a Premier League preview special coming up right now. First of all, how's everyone in the room doing? We've got a special guest, but we'll get we'll get to him after. Carlos, Joe, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm alright, thanks, Lewis. Got an ulcer. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I've got one too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Is that I lack mean, of sleep or lack of hygiene? It's like stress. Oh god. It's pretty tough being behind the faders all the time, Joe. You know I mean, boys. <laughs> so, um, how's the unemployment treating you? Uh, how's unemployment? Yeah, I'm doing a bit of work experience at the moment, so make of that what you will. It's kind of like in the kind of hinterland between employment and unemployment. Not actually earning any money, but you know, it's experience. Oh, Who knows what enough. it could lead to? Yeah, all good. Is Can't... that is that work experience anyway linked to that phone call you got on air? It's actually not. I haven't heard about it from them. Similar ballpark yet. though. Yeah. Similar ballpark. It's a right. big surprise yeah. that they they. Uh, anyway, no. Yeah, I'm also also. <laughs> they didn't call back after that voice crack. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty knackered. Um, and I would have had a cup of tea before coming into the state of the art studio, but. You know, it's about milk and getting a dry mouth. So true. You're not supposed to have any kind of dairy. Yeah, yeah. You, so uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sticking to the water. I'm nothing but filio fish. Carlos, last time you flirted with the idea of being out of unemployment, I'm out. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, it's brilliant. I'm working at, um, I'm working in North Village, which I'd never been to before, and I could say it's potentially. It's a it's a new um, place I've explored, Village. which could be the worst area of London. Really? Yeah. Before it, it was after we went to that Crystal Palace against Grimsby game yeah. in the FA Cup last year. Yeah. Um, we were walking around. Grimsby, God, they missed out on that content. That was unreal. If we were doing the pod back then, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Um, we'll do another little third. But actually, no, we won't. We might. Maybe. One day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when we walked around there, like West Croydon area, I was kind of taken aback. Like, wow, this is this Front is line. yeah, this is. Bad London. Shit. And then North Willage, I'd say this has topped it. It's just a crazy place. It's what? Give us a little uh, rundown of why. So it's. The By the f- way, is North Willage? My idea of Willage is where like, uh, Willage Arsenal down by the river, or um, what's the swimming pool called? Wavelengths. What? No. No. Waterfront. Waterfront. Yeah, waterfront with the snake slide. Yeah. That's all I really know about Willage or the barracks. So that's that's Willage Willage to us South Londoners. Yeah. Like African Willage. Yeah. And then if you go oh basically there's a water there's the water. So if there's like a there's like a footpath or you can or get the, the ferry. Or the ferry or all that stuff. And basically yeah. you you only go like two minutes under the footpath or whatever and suddenly you're in Willage but it's East London. So it's no longer. So it's actually south north. You actually were north of the river. It's yeah, I'm north of the river. It's and called, it's known as Woolwich. It's North Woolwich. Right, that's so exciting. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's right by like the um, the London City Airport. So <laughs> there's that's like already pretty weird. There's like air, there's planes taking off like right next to you, which is quite strange. Yeah. But it's like all that other side, like West Silvertown, all these made up places yeah, on the DLR yeah, 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 yeah. that you think didn't exist. Yeah. Shout out to little uh, Wild Sexy T. In the in the Excel Center over there, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plying this trade, but yeah, so I'm applying my trade at the same place as Toby. I'm gonna do something pretty sweet now. Go on, watch and learn. Carlos has been plying his trade. He's been in a made-up area just north of the river, 
uh, that years ago didn't have anything there and now it's a thriving hub of activity. Reminds me of, hmm, who's someone else sat in the room who's plying his trade in an area? You do work in Canary Wharf, don't you? Used to, mate. Used to. Oh, oh. <laughs> absolutely flopped it. Right, with no no further ado, uh, we, for the Premier League kickoff special, we've got the one and only Barry. <laughs> right, introduce yourself. Give us a really, really, really brief rundown for the punters. Yeah, my name's Barry, uh, Premier League insider, as I like to call myself, <laughs> but i also a digital banker by trade. <laughs> he is work, the secret footballer. Yeah, work the secret footballer, work for a bank I will not disclose on the <laughs> But yeah, that's me. South East London, been friends with these boys for a while. Well, I'll pop yeah, up. yeah, how long, Carlos and Barry and Joe actually go back the longest, so mm. how long was it? When did you first lock eyes? Two thousand yeah. seven. Seven. I met seven. Barry in two thousand and six. Playing football. Playing football. Enough. Really? Funny enough, yeah. yeah. So it's kinda of fitting, isn't it? That is fitting, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's I back and we met <clears throat> we first met in about two thousand and ten. The first time we met, that's a funny story. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? I don't actually. I'm first excited, time we though. met you said there was a initiation to yeah. enter the group of friends. So you <laughs> made me uh made me make myself faint. By doing that, <laughs> <laughs> I think you were there, Joe. You know, doing that little um, blowing thing. Just oh, it's it is good fun. Look, like woke up, best thing in my life. Yeah, so, absolute, unbelievable. That was an incredible phase. The, the, the old squatting like a frog and then making yourself pass out. <laughs> Not only that, but camping in Ferrier Estate. <laughs> Sensational. I was going to quickly say that Barry's small introduction of himself was just a great insight to him on any first date. It sounded like yeah. proper speed dating chat, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, fingers on buzzers. Um, right, how's everyone's weeks been? And then we'll dive into the football. Uh, I'm just going to give a quick anecdote of how I got here today. Go on then. So, man like Joe booked me an Uber from the luxury of his house, from my house to his, because I walked all the way to the bus stop coming here and then my phone, which was on 22%, managed to die. But at the same time, I lost my bank card today. <laughs> yeah. And last Thursday, I lost my Oyster card. <laughs> and my backup bank card is somewhere in my room, which I don't know. Yeah. So I was at the bus stop and I was like, well, that, well this is fucked. There's no yeah. way I'm going to get there to the recording on time. How did you send the message? So I sprinted home, whacked out my laptop, tried to book an Uber online. Yeah. But it just gives you loads of analytics about your Uber history. Oh, no, but you, no, I don't no. think you can actually book drives. Yeah. So I set up a little Facebook group and uh, got, got Joe responded and said, yeah, I'll book you an Uber. But shout out to Joe and the yeah. driver. Yeah. My guy rocked up in a BMW with a red leather interior. Oh, jeezoo. So yeah, it's pretty good. Very nice. Uh, Joe, how's your week been? Yeah, my week's been decent, actually. Booked Carlos an Uber. <laughs> uh, went to... Brighton Pride on the weekend saw Lewis for yeah. best of 30 seconds. A minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was good fun. Um, made decision to come home from Brighton after arriving there at like 1 or 2 p.m. at like get us like a train at stupid o'clock because they yeah. do run all night, which is like pretty classy. Yeah, party. yeah, yeah. Should have, should have kind of. Uh, Realised that was a bad decision because we've had a fucking stinker on that train before, do you remember? Yeah, it was horrible before. We were honestly felt like we were on that train for like three hours. Yeah. Everyone was gasping to get off. But anyway, yeah. um, got this train 
that you don't really remember being on the train. Must have sat down and just conked out. Yeah. And then got in, pulled into Victoria. Basically, like the only people there. And then I must have been in such a daze when I woke up. I, I must have charged off the train just without anyone. Yeah. Um, like charged to the tube. I need to get home. Need to go to bed. Yeah. And then I somehow bumped into the people that I was on the, the, tra- the, the train with. Did you bump into DJT? I did. I bumped into him after though. So I bumped into two mates who I was with and one of them came up to me and he was like, like Joe, mate, you left your bag. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, don't, I didn't deserve to be given that bag back to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, and I, somehow I'd kept it, hold, kept it um, on me the, the whole day. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they gave it back to me. Managed to get back in one piece. Like bumped into Toby on the tube platform. Uh, yeah, and like kind of somehow ended, some, somehow ended up back back here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. all good. I've just had to I... hand wash my bag. Hand wash my bag because it's like what have you done with it? Absolutely stunk of alcohol. But yeah. oh really? Yeah, yeah. Good for your teacher. Yeah, well it's it's because like you know when you're in a big group sometimes people like chuck their bags on the floor. I must have just like chucked it in a big uh, puddle, a big old puddle of booze. I mean, but yeah. Nice I yeah. had a similar experience actually um, of uncomfortability because I was staying with people who still who still had a house at from Sussex University or a house in Brighton and it proper just reminded me that I'm 100% done with like student living and student houses. So they're like, the whole house, there's nice to let us stay there but I just, I slept on the floor, woke up with, woke, woke up with bruises on each of my hip bones <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, like the whole house was just an app and like a, absolute shithole and then I had to like the it's just you know like at university you just, like take for take for granted that stuff's going to be wank and then you like come out of it go back home it's like oh the, the shower's quite nice now the shower I, can't, I don't know how to describe it so you go into the to the bathroom and it's kind of like it's basically just like a jumped up cupboard and then the shower head the shower like the sh- but and I'm already having Tim to Westwood had a golden <laughs> I'm already having to like crouch down once I've walked into the toilet. It's absolutely tiny. And then obviously the 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 baths kind of raised off the floor level anyway. So you're all, once you're standing in the bath, you're already even closer to like the, to the ceiling. And then when you put the... So you're having to like go like this at the best of times. This for punters is me being hunched over. And then as soon as you turn the shower on, the thing just fl- like going... I went straight down to the bottom so you had to lie you had to like lie in the bath like you're in like a coffin and just like shower yourself <laughs> up and down oh it was crap uh, so yeah so um, it was a fun weekend but it's good to be back to the luxuries of luxuries of a home again Barry how's your week been? interesting to say the least um, <laughs> has anyone had a three day hangover? Mm. yeah yeah. yeah. so I went out Friday night um, Interesting story about Uber, actually. So I was with a group of people, about six people. Yeah. So I decided, all right, you know what? We're, we were in Paddington. Yeah. And we were going to Brixton. So I was like, all right, we need to book an Uber XL, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And while I'm quite drunk, I can't see properly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking at my phone. I was like, all right, well, there's three options here. I'll book an XSEC, because I thought that was what? XL. XL yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Easy mistake. Booked it. Ten minutes later, comes up. And... Um, yeah, it was just the, the freshest car you'll ever see, <laughs> but there wasn't enough seats. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I got in, I was like, can we not just fit in like two extra people? Yeah, got, yeah. Obviously, guy was like, no. Fall for that. Had a go at him for, for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> got out of the car, booked the next one. So obviously, Did anyone like, get in that one? No, no, no. So we're like, oh, we'll get, we'll get the XL, we'll get the XL. All right. As I said, I can't really see properly, so I booked, <laughs> then I booked the second one. 
popped up, it was the same car. <laughs> like, this is an absolute joke. <laughs> got into that one, everyone else, and then basically got there. But anyway, three-day hangover, went to work yesterday, absolutely hanging. Absolutely fact. Feel a, bit, a little bit better today, but yeah, that was my week. Yeah. Do you reckon you would have been able to record a pod uh, on any of the previous days? Or do you reckon today's the day you're most like, to- you're right as rain enough? Today's the day where I'm actually feeling alright. You're right to chat yeah. again. Because I used to have an idea of having a podcast series called Hanging Tales. And it was people just sat around being hanging, having like a chat about stuff. And then when we went to record the Maradona one the first time I realised it was just never going to work. Because I literally, <laughs> I couldn't like, I was just like sweating. Not when, yeah, not when you've got to like focus on talking. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but if you just God. went, I mean, I do get it because when you're hungover sometimes and there's loads of people together, you do just it's open funny. up That's and, the thing, and yeah. everything's really funny. But also, I was so convinced it'd be a good idea. I think you'd just slip into saying some of the most compromising things of all time. <laughs> if you're just in that like two hours sleep, really yeah. still drunk, essentially, yeah, still levered. You you'd come out with stuff that definitely get you taken off the airwaves. Yeah. Can I just add on Joe's uh, whole getting home problem? Mm. So on Sunday, the day after he'd been at Pride, um, and the day after the whole Victoria thing, I get a missed call from him. That's Queen Victoria for you. Yeah. <gasps> Sorry, really, really quickly going to butt in, Joe. Guess who I guess who drove past me uh, with a like a sharabang of police around them near work the other day. Bradley Wiggins, Princess Anne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Annie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Annie. I had to just think for a sec who Princess Anne was. I know, I know, I know, no, 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 no. Me and Joe. No, Princess. Oh, mate, Princess Anne is Princess Anne. Princess Anne is close. <laughs> Another one who needs to just get in the bin from that family. <laughs> no, 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 no. This one's funny. Me and Joe got into a really weird thing when we were... Were we hanging or left? Oh, yeah, we were hanging. We were hanging. We were hanging. We'd be like, oh, you know, he's just like... I just like went into like princesses, you know, he's proper class. like it, Princess <laughs> Anne. <laughs> She's like 70 odds. <laughs> Anyway, anyway enough of it. That's a bit of a snippet from Lewis's <laughs> upcoming Hanging Tales podcast. <laughs> More chat about Princess Anne. But now, nah, Joe, I had a missed call from Joe, so I rang him and he just answered the phone so dazed. I was like, what, like Joe, what's up? Like, why'd you call me? He goes, oh, I don't know, mate. I was like, well, I had a missed call from you. I was like, you sure there was no, like, interesting stories from Pride, maybe, that you might have wanted to tell me? Yeah. He's like, no, not really, mate. I need to um, chat to some people about that, actually, because I don't really remember what happened. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, man, so I got the train home with some people and I just woke up at Victoria on my own. And I was like, so what, they left you? He was like, yeah, well, I assume so. And then later that day, I saw DJT, who was one of the offending party. And I'm I, very offending. Very offending. You know about, if you know about him. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and I said to him, like, yeah, mate, what happened with Joe getting left on his own at Victoria? That didn't sound too nice. He's like, what the fuck's he talking about? I've got the train home with him. Like, he, he, he's just made that up. <laughs> well, so to be fair, we weren't so actually so together. We weren't, we weren't actually together until we bumped into each other at the... At, I don't know how we ended up bumping into, into each other on the tube when we literally took exactly the same train, take exactly the same journey to the tube. I think this whole bumping into each other is only in your head and you're just, <laughs> yeah. you're just running along like anyway, a little monkey I'm, and he's just walking by you the whole time. Talking of Pride, I've got a story from Pride. Oh, yeah. Right? So, two people I went with, who I'm not, I'm not going to disclose their identities, um, were there together at the beginning of the day. Decided to get out twenty five pounds from a, from an ATM. Went to this ATM and it had like this mashed up screen. Yeah. Punched in twenty five, 
or what they thought was 25. Not Project 250. Whacked enter. Out comes 250 pounds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, that's so good. They're like, um, <laughs> well, surely we should like play it safe and like go and put it back at one of their houses because they live in Brighton. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Suffice to say. And we're at the village party, which is basically like a big, like, like a big, like, yeah, big party, like in the street at Pride at the end. Um, and lo and behold, said person said individual loses their purse no slash wallet so they are like absolutely devastated like as you could imagine yeah um i'm literally like hugging this person being like you know what i think that i think they might have split the money between them so maybe like 150 and 100 so they did they were a little bit sensible yeah i'm li- i'm literally hugging them being like I've literally like lost so many things in my life. Like, it <laughs> like you, you essentially you spend that amount. Of, you can spend that amount of money on a night out, and you wouldn't think about it. So that was class. So it's yeah, like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's at the end of the day, it's not that much money. Yeah. Um, like, then this person is telling this group of people that they've lost their purse. Yeah. And it's like a mate of a mate who we don't know. Maybe some Australian bloke. She tells this Australian bloke, and he's like, "All right, hold on." He literally like has a fucking root around the floor and comes yeah. back like 10 minutes later and he's like look what I found and it's got her oh, damn it <laughs> said, yeah, but only said purse said person's <laughs> yeah yeah said person's wallet slash purse <laughs> <laughs> with all the money in it oh my god said individual then is so jokes like starts like dishing out 20s like, <laughs> 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 Obviously not like dishing them out. Yeah, I I I, I, I did take a twenty, but then I, did, <laughs> I, did, I paid said individual back. But yeah, so they were they were giving out the money, um, like there was no tomorrow. Basically, I was going out of fashion, and yeah, the, the day ended happily. That That's good. incredible. Have I was going to say two fifty. No. Oh my god! Terrifying, terrifying times. What that that story made me think of. I'm sure we should ask you about Project 250. Maybe we could do a it's project. Pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Do a Project 250 special. You put your card in, and someone grabs you and puts in 250, and then you have to you have 250. You've done that to me, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> you actually done that to me. Fair <laughs> what I was going to say is that losing that 250 quid yeah. on that Saturday would have been very poignant because it was the first day of the football season in England coming back, and the amount of acres that that money could have gone on. I think that's probably a good time to talk about the return of the Prem. The return of the Barclays Premier League. <laughs> yeah, I don't, really, I don't really know how to do this, but I thought it was only fitting that we do a bit of a preview. Um, first of all, what are the things you're most looking forward to about having... Although, to be fair, it feels like football's literally been gone for about a minute and a half. I don't know why, but it feels like we've had a shorter break from football this year than we had last year, even though we had the World Cup. Is that just me? It's just me that feels that on you. Or what? Your what's your thoughts on that? I feel like it's been quite a long break. I've been really? gagging. Oh, I've really? Been gagging for it. it must but be me then. I haven't been gagging. I haven't been gagging. Like, Joey's it just there towards the end of last season. There was oh, it was just so it was the first year of me being back at home, um, and it just meant that I was literally on watching. I basically watched every available football match. Yeah, I was rarely like busy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you literally like base it around or. You, I at home I, I base my life around football more than I did when I was at uni yeah 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 um, 
And yeah, yeah I, was, I just found it like it was, you know, when you got, we got like, you got Champions League midweek, maybe like two Champions League matches. You got like maybe Europa League match. You got Monday night football. You got Monday, Monday night, night football, football which you, is just such a sexy phrase. You got <laughs> <laughs> you got Monday night football is literally got, the best thing in the you got, world. The, you got the Prem on Saturday, Sunday. So it's you're literally looking at one day a week when you're not got a football match. Yeah, and it's so it really does hamstring you, like especially when, for example, you come back from work. You might have like a couple of hours and then you know you've got football at eight yeah. and that's you literally locked down till 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are important. <laughs> those are important hours in my day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And when, when they're literally out, when you're out of commission, it's like what you haven't got much to work with. Do you know what I mean? Do you so, reckon there's a correlation between people who watch Love Island and don't watch football? As in, when the football season's on, we have something that we can literally watch. We can turn to, now you've got Friday Night Football as well, pretty much every single day. So... There might then be a drop off of when Love Island comes around. Obviously, it wasn't for me because I was a bit addicted. But they might be like, "Oh, you know, what? I kind of have this thing where I feel like I've got to watch something all the time and follow it and follow the characters." What? So if there was a Venn diagram, we'd be back yeah. in the middle. Yeah, there's a Venn diagram. <laughs> we're the we're the odd ones out in the middle. <laughs> we're the. T- <laughs> so you either watch football every day or Love Island every yeah. day. Yeah, or if you like, you have that like that fix is filled by football. No, so we don't I, really I think, that, that I, think I, don't, I don't think we're unique in that sense. To be honest, like, right, fair I reckon there's. I'll leave that one to one side. Yeah. To be fair, what I was going to say on Joe's point about the um, um, volume of football. Yeah. The one thing that you compare to Love Island as well, because Love Island's an hour, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's just an hour, and then you probably spend about half an hour either side on like memes after it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's probably to me that seems how Love Island viewing works. <laughs> You watch it and then spend a bit of time on social yeah, media. You have, actually, you have like 0.5 added scrolling time. Yeah. Yeah. But with football, you're always duped into this thing that it's a 90-minute game. But not realistically, true. Not true, not true, not true. you log in 20 minutes before kickoff so you can get a bit of analysis. And usually that's like 15 minutes worth of adverts. Yeah. You watch the game, there's extra time, there's injuries. The adverts are class, by the way. The adverts. Oh, the car adverts before football. <laughs> oh, my God. Cars, watches, betting. <laughs> <laughs> but then so then you've got that then it's half time which is usually ages like 20 minutes and then you got like you end up watching a good 45 minutes after the game of highlights and interviews and stuff like that or you just like sit thinking about it yeah you don't, so, you don't, you, you've never just ended a match and then gone and back on with the rest of your life so it you know really I mean? is a three hour commitment and what on every single day of the week <laughs> it is pretty heavy but at the same time I can't wait for it to come oh. back yeah, yeah, yeah. well yeah, you know like whether we like it or not football's back the and Barclays Barry what are you looking forward to the most mm. well I'll say that I'm pretty excited about this season purely because of Arsenal yeah as an Arsenal fan we've absolutely smashed this window <laughs> In the last week. In such a funny and way as well. In the most ridiculous way, having a £45 million budget and <laughs> signing players for £200 million. So that's what I'm looking for, most forward to. But having said that, you know, there's some good teams out there. Everton, you know, yeah. they've got that, some unreal signings. That signing of Mo- I actually heard someone pronounce it today. Is it Moise Ken? Correct. Is that correct? I heard uh, actually a rival footballing podcast pronounce his name. How many years left did he have on his contract? No. I mean, like, because that hasn't been mentioned it, as a reason, though. No? Does it? It kind of surprises me that it was only Everton and like Ajax that were in for him, yeah. and he's gone for thirty mil. He's a. I don't know. Yeah, something I doesn't really add all, up to me. Add up for me. Surely he would have gone to someone a bit bigger, like I don't know, like Arsenal. Or, do you know he what I mean? He's thought of as like the like the up and coming striker in he's, the world. Yeah, he's he's like he's what like is 19? he a teen? He's a teenager. He's got three starts for Italy, two goals. Um, 
But I mean, that, I mean, that doesn't. It's not really saying that much. You know what I mean? But but he's got banged goals for Juventus. Yeah, he did really well. It's a really weird signing. Why do you think he's done that? From his point of view. So I'd heard that because Juve have splashed out so big on Ronaldo and De Litt and people like that that they've got to balance their financial fair play books. Yeah. So they've sold him to like a slightly lower European club so that they could get like a first refusal on a buyback. So mm. that, that so basically it's kind of like. They probably got a sell on as well if they want it. Exactly. So if he goes to United for a hundred mil, they'll get what like twenty five or something. Yeah. So it's kind of like a big financial move, but I'm sure they're gutted to lose him. Mm, but but yeah. what it also shows is that they're literally putting. It, it basically just shows like the power of Ronaldo as well, yeah. because obviously Ronaldo is almost as 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 much like as he'd like to say like oh yeah I've got like ten years left of me. He's yeah. coming to the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it shows that, that yeah, from like from that. Juventus's point of view, it's like they're putting all of the eggs in the in the Ronaldo basket. Like he is going to be their main man for the Champions League. They're going to win the Champions League in the next two seasons, yeah. maybe, and they'll literally do anything. Like, like they'll do everything in their power to make sure that that happens. Yeah, it's a weird one. It is a weird one. It is a weird one. But yeah, I mean, like fair play to him. I rate that. Um, Everton is obviously an exciting project to be part of. Yeah, they've got, um, they've got new backers as well. So okay. Ever, Everton and are, has announced a new stadium. Oh uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Everton will probably finish like may may well. It's about time they finish above United. To be fair, do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but you, <laughs> you, you first hot take of the day. Yeah, you, you just you, you just don't know. They're, I mean, they're equally as hot, hot and cold as United as well. To be fair, like there's a, there's a good few teams this season who yeah, there's a lot. Of what I on earth? Like I I literally could not tell you what's going to happen with them. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I thought it was a bit. Actually, no, I didn't think it was sad. But you know, um, everyone's saying that, like, well, maybe it's just a sign. You know what? I'm talking in circles. Maybe it's a sign of how far British society and the Premier League has come because obviously he had, I mean, he got like, horrible racist abuse in Italy. And now he's gone to a team that 25 years ago their supporters were singing Everton are white Everton are white so is that what I was thinking then in my convoluted way was is this in fact a nice sign of how far the UK society has come that now a team like Everton which in the past would be laughable to think you'd come go there to get away of get rid of racism are now seen as like a genuine like haven from a black player that's being given racist abuse in Italy just thought I'd put that there you can I say what you want Everton have had black players for years now though yeah, I think, yeah. but I get what you mean in terms of like it does show that in England, maybe we're a bit ahead of Italy, mm. but at the same time, Italy's the last backwards. Italy fucking <laughs> backwards. <laughs> Barry being Fucked. born in Palermo can be the man to speak it's on this. But, so backwards, yeah. ridiculous. So yeah, the racism there is pretty outrageous, but also it has been like this. Last year was an important year in terms of racism in English football, with Raheem Sterling standing up, mm. and that fan getting like quite a heavy punishment for abusing him and just all of the stories that Sterling gave people the strength to come out and talk about mm. has shown that even though yeah there's great progress like Everton now have foreign players and black players there is still some way to come but yeah absolutely absolutely a long way to go a long way to go um right I don't really know I'm, I think I'm excited by the same thing as you Baz I was gutted for there to be a new season about three weeks ago when Arsenal yeah. had 25 quid and I mean we've still got no defenders which is quite funny <laughs> although by the time this comes out we're going, to, we're going to try and drop this on transfer deadline day um, as a special Jim White special uh, so we may have got to some centre-backs by then who knows but yeah the signing of this Pepe lad has uh, 
got me gagging for new football, and that is the beauty of transfers. You know what I mean? You can slag them off, but they just are fun. And what do you so, think? I mean, let's put your defensive frailties aside. Yeah. Um, do you think that Ceballos is going to be the, the, your saviour in the centre of the park? I don't even know if he's going to start. But do you, uh, like, He looks class. He looks class. Um, I just can't he, really he get probably, excited about loan signings. Mm, it's, it's so true. I haven't been excited about a loan signing since Yossi Benayoun. And he did, I mean, he did repay the excitement, to be fair. He's got one of the guest girls I've seen in my life. Isn't yeah, I mean, it, it does kind of stink of, like, I'll be there for a season. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? It's like, if you think of it from the perspective of the player, that is their heart really going to be in it if they, you've signed somewhere for on loan for a season? It must take, it must detract a bit. People think, say all the arguments are like, oh no, he's going to be wanting to show himself so that he either gets himself a move or gets himself back to Madrid. But like, realistically, if you're doing like, when you did, when our mates did a study abroad, they like barely got 40s. So, do you know what I mean? What I, I, I kind of, it, it's, I literally was going to use a similar example in the same way that like, if you were to go and like rent a house with some mates and you were only going to, the contract was for a year and a year only. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to if you're going to go and buy a house with some mates, which one is your heart going to be in more? Yeah, yeah. Which one are you going to clean up most? Which one are you going to like put as much effort into cleaning the house and like like doing your best? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Barry, so, what are your thoughts on this? See, Carlos, Carlos was actually beginning, like started, <laughs> when I started saying the anecdote, Carlos laughed, but I could see as it, <laughs> as it, as it progressed... I'm not like, gonna lie. Came around, he he came came I'm not gonna lie. At first, in my head, I said this is absolutely shocking <laughs> analysis of a loan move. I thought it was absolutely ridiculous, but that is quite a beautiful little analogy yeah. about making a house a home and doing it up and investing <laughs> in it. I do like that, but I think it's lovely. I completely disagree because I think that this loan move for him, it's not like a year abroad where it doesn't count, or like a house where you can just trash it and have fun. His career does hinge on whether he does well here. If he doesn't, if he doesn't prove himself, then he'll probably end up at like a mid-table Spanish side and not fulfil his potential. If he does really well, he's going to become a name in football. He could get signed by Arsenal or succeed at Real Madrid, like the one of the biggest clubs ever. So, mm. it just depends, like if he's in what his intention is. If if Arsenal is just a stepping stone to go back to Spain, or like if he's, I don't know if it's like option to buy or whatever. I'll tell you one option. thing: he has got a sensational social media team. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. They've made like their own like infographics and videos for like every day this week. He's got a lot of money behind him, I'll put it that way. Anyway, anyway. What, do you, what do you think of Ceballos first? I'll be honest, I think he looks good, but he looks so frail mm. in the sense that if he was running against the Core, yeah. he would go absolutely <laughs> fine. I, I don't fancy him Monday night yeah. against Stoke, not Stoke, Watford away. Yeah. yeah, and that's what worries me. I think yeah. it'll be quality, but we'll see. One yeah. for the home games, mate. Yeah. One for the home games. Anyway, like, <laughs> we've got so many that have the home games. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you lot think about? Less kind of like like veer away from like the big teams. Are, are any of you excited about any of the the kind of mid table or lower table teams? I've any- got a feeling that Villa are going to do well. I've got a bit of a. I feel like when these clubs, but like if Leeds came back up again, when these clubs that historically big clubs are back in the league, it's always quite nice. You know what I mean, it's like it'd be. There's something about, especially like the clubs that we when we like grew up were in the Prem. It's a, uh, it kind of sits right with me when one of them's like back again. So if you could get like, yeah, a Leeds, a Villa, even I'm, I'm not. I'm not averse to having like a derby in there as well. But like I these, these, would have been good. having these kind of clubs in the prem is uh is quite nice, and I think I I think I've yeah I think Villa are is, pretty good. Is Gabby still at uh, 
Villa. Agbongla. <laughs> he must. I mean, he was bowling in like 2004, so club legend. He must be yeah. getting on. Now. He's a nostalgia. In player, fact, let me find out where Gabby Bonner now. He, For our speak, generation, speak amongst yeah. yourselves. Yeah, and also kind of talking to Derby as well. And I know it's a way off. Imagine if, because if you don't already know, punters Rooney is Wayne Rooney's just announced that he's going to be player coach next season. Imagine the scenes if Rooney brought Derby back up into the Prem that is something I think after their heartache so of literally like the playoffs last season incredible Lampard and then Rooney takes it up yeah like, yeah Joe as a United fan I know you I'm really sorry about this because you did want to get us away from the big six nice, but as someone who can speak about United what do you think of this summer because I think you've been uh, taken down an alley and mugged off with these signings <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> if you want me to elaborate, oh, I just love the wordplay. To be honest, just to let you know, Gabby Abon Lahore, I've got a horrible feeling. Uh, oh my god! Actually, first off, how old do you think Abon Lahore is? Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Thirty-one. He's only thirty-two. Wow. wow. Have you ever been alive and Gabby Abon Lahore hasn't been like? A <laughs> it's like Bradley Wright Phillips. It is like brothers. He's twenty-three. Like Sylvan Kistan. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, back to being taken down in any way and mugged up. Well, no, um, just because obviously you've bought a big slab head for £85 million, which is, seems pretty extortionate. You've bought a reserve from Swansea for £15 million. And more than that one, eh? How much was Daniel James? I think it was 15 or 20 oh, yeah, I could be wrong. I think, yeah. I, have, I think it was 20 but... Um And you've also... And Wan-Bissaka, who... Is basically a failed winger and sub at Crystal Palace for three months of last season for fifty million. So, and your manager is also a PE teacher. Well, first of all, first of all, I'd say you're you're completely off on all of those descriptions. Uh, I think in terms, I don't think you can really criticise any of United's signings. First of all. Um, Harry, gonna, Harry Maguire is England. He's going to talk about the United Premium again. <laughs> Harry, Harry Maguire is United's is England's best centre back. The best centre back in in the country. He's a proven Premier League centre back. Scores goals, good in the air. Exactly what United need. Can play out from the back. Um, Eighty five million. Of, that's just like how much. That's how much you have to pay. Like, he's England's best centre back, and he's like twenty six. He's at the, at the height of his career. Daniel James, um, I, I don't know. I can't really say much on Daniel he's James. Like, rapid. he's really fast. Is he good at football? I'm not sure. Fifteen million, <laughs> not that bad. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, bring him on in like 60th, 70th, 70th minute. Probably score a couple of goals, get a few assists. Good, good work rate. And he's probably more reflective of the kind of player that Solskjaer wants to um, bring into the club. Someone who's actually like, <laughs> in terms of the attitude, um, <laughs> someone who, unlike lots of the United squad, is just like. Put us in a lot of fucking effort. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Wambasaka is actually He's banging. Unreal. He's, He's actually banging. Um, but those signings aside, it's not been a good trend. I mean, I don't know. I'm a bit conflicted. Can you really expect to sign like more than maybe four players? They could have got one more. Potentially, they get one more player. Mm. Um, can you really have expect? You, expect Lukaku gone? He's training with Anderlecht. What? I don't know if, but there was an image going around. It could. No, I don't true. know. If, I think it. It looks like like Lukaku now. He's training with Anderlecht. To be fair, he's not a 
he's not a like top five, he's top six left, striker. He's just training with he's, another club. He's rubbish. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently, United, not United, were in for Mandzukic, would be, which would be a serious upgrade in terms of the quality of the player and just like, do you know what I mean? I, I would prefer to have Mandzukic than Lukaku. He's let us down on so many occasions. Do you know what I mean? He's <laughs> quite funny though. Uh, who is it who said he looks like he's playing with, playing wearing Tim's? Jeans and Tim's what, and loads of memes. What's most like what's most concerning about United isn't actually the players they brought in, it's the fact that they've left it so late. Yeah. Surely if they were gonna have this big rebuild that Solskjaer was talking about weeks before the transfer that transfer like deadline day, you're like one of the most powerful clubs in the world. You should literally have your targets and you should get them yeah. as soon as the transfer window opens, like like Madrid did or whatever. Yeah, you've known you were going to get Maguire since day one. Why is it? Why is it? Why has it happened now? To me, it shows that either it's a it's he wasn't their first target, which in in Maguire's case that's that's not right. But the fact that they're like scrambling at the end means that Mm. it's either terrible um, uh, negotiating, poor forward planning. Do you know what I mean? Maybe like second third player I don't know it's just very frustrating surely get your targets in if you were talking to this massive rebuild and just finally they've got rid of literally like no players and there was <laughs> about see him get 50% of that squad which are just not up to the are not up to standard yeah. they need to get rid of name and shame okay they need to get rid of Chris Morning they need to get rid of Phil Jones they need to get rid of Marcus Rojo they need to get rid of Nemanja Matic they need to get rid of um Fred no, I think Fred probably gets a bad rap, but he does make a lot of mistakes. Uh, do you also need to get rid of? Jacker? No. Lingard. Uh, Lingard, maybe don't get rid of him, but he he's not a like a, a regular starting player. Yeah, he's United. Not he's really player. not. He's got a good. He's got a good finish sometimes, but he's far too inconsistent. Um. Anyway, yeah. Enough about United. Joe, can I just make say... it what you will? <laughs> I love oh, that was an that was one of those like impassioned football fan rants that could be like condensed down to thirty seconds and put on like like go around the ra- oh, <laughs> and just be put around. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> woo. <laughs> what I was gonna say is the reason why I went in so heavy on the whole United being mugged off is because you're enticing me. Is, yeah, I was enticing you, but also. If I was going to try and be indie or give a left field take on what I'm most excited for this left season, wing. left wing take, yeah, um, it's got to be the online, the growing online rivalry between United and Arsenal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's reached new heights it's recently. You had Arsenal fan TV just becoming a joke and a meme every single week, but then you've also got characters like Goldbridge, <laughs> Ransom Bants, all of these. What, characters. Is, what actually is Ransom Bants? I've only ever heard people say Ransom Bants. I'm not. I'm not actually very well versed in who Ransom Bants is. Come I'm, on, I'm just like a us, massive those. follower of Goldbridge. Shout, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Freeman for introducing me to Goldbridge, but like he is, he is. Such good content. <laughs> Honestly. Guy. He's so good. Unreal. Ransom Bantz is just... Um, I think he's a black guy from London who's a United fan who is just a massive online personality. So he's he's just another one of these... A bit of a troll. I don't even think he's a troll. I think he just goes on like... Yeah, he is a troll. Yeah, you're right. Like the Bantz side and then mm. the Rants is just him going off about Man U, basically. Mm, um, but Ransom Bantz and Mr. DT from Arsenal Fan TV <laughs> had like a feud. Start Didn't it start because DT went in too heavy on Goldbridge in he a foul, football match? Foul Goldbridge. And yeah, that, oh, that video is so good as well. 
I don't think the listeners really care this much that much at this point no, about this, is, this stuff. We, the North London hippies have switched off. They've switched off, but <laughs> to anyone out there, just do some research on <laughs> Rantam Bant's DT and DT's son and boxing match. That's all you need. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Um, to stay with a bit more of a traditional preview, where who do you see being your top four come what may? Barry. Right. City, top. Yeah. And this might be a hot take, but I don't think Liverpool will do that well this season. All right, all right. So I Have think... they signed anyone? Don't I have no idea. Harvey Elliott. I think... That's <laughs> <laughs> anyone's kid. I think they will finish second, yeah. but I think they'll be miles off. Yeah. Not miles, but nowhere near as close as one point. Um, and then third and fourth, toss-up between Arsenal and... Spurs, really? Yeah. Do you know, what are your thoughts? Actually, yeah. What's everyone's thoughts on lamps at Chelsea? Uh, um, Anyone else finding it quite boring? Yeah. No comment. Yeah. No he's comment. He's quite fundamentally dull, isn't he? Yeah. They they've got no no signings. They've lost Hazard. They've got a manager who had one season and failed to get promoted in the Championship. Um, I can't see it going too well for him, to be honest. Yeah, I just heard like I the most. So biased chat on the Football Daily podcast Yeah. Um. I don't even know who it was but he was saying oh, I think there's quite, quite, quite a lot of excitement about Chelsea you've got, you got, you got Mr Chelsea at the top you got, you got he, he was gassing about people like Mason Mount he's, he's like you've got people forgetting about um people forgetting about Kovacic and um who's the other centre mid that they like play Jorginho yeah you've got Kovacic and and Jorginho, who are quality players. <laughs> it's like, oh, anyway, yeah, Chelsea bias. That was, literally, you could have, I could have walked into that room and known you're doing a Chelsea sport. <laughs> it's like the Spurs laugh. It's just some things you just can't beat. But yeah, um, I'll go to my top four. I think it'll be, oh, this is boring, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, City, Liverpool. City, going to run away with it again, aren't they? City, Liverpool and... Um, Spurs and then is his head telling him no his heart saying go United <laughs> no no I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say United um, I reckon Solskjaer will be out of the job to be fair when by um, uh, yeah probably like after they get like knocked out of the Europa League so like I don't know I, I don't know when that is yeah yeah probably like Europa League won't be able to hack it um, but yeah yeah and then yeah, fourth something like, like that. I'll just say, just pick Chelsea. One. I'll say yeah. Chelsea. All right, Carlos, have you got anything different to say? I am. I do. I am aware that we are just basically going to all say the same thing because City are clearly going to win the league yet again. City, Liverpool, <laughs> Arsenal, Arsenal third, Arsenal third, Chelsea. Jeez. No, not Chelsea. Sorry, Arsenal third. Yeah, fuck it. Chelsea fourth. Spurs, just please. I'm putting the, I'm putting the energy out into the atmosphere that they're going to drop out. Yeah, I mean, mine's basically that as well. It's not really different. I think that uh, um, I think Everton could do really well. I think Everton. I think I think Everton, Everton or Wolves, or kind of, maybe even like or Leicester, Leicester could very very easily come ahead of either Chelsea or United Looking or Arsenal. It Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers has had like a preseason and half, like. A third of the and season be before, honest, and probably Brendan Rodgers is a sick freak, manager. But he's an unbelievable. Brendan Rodgers is a good manager. 
I was um, thinking about Wolves. Like, yeah, they're one of those teams that came up and done very, very well. But we've had a lot of those before. So, like your Newcastle's, Southamptons. Do you yeah. think they might be the same? They club? could. They could plateau. I'd, there's something about. There's something more like continental and exciting about them. They they have got Europa yeah. League first days, which I think will kill them off. Have they? That always happens. Like Burnley, Burnley, Burnley did amazingly. Got Europa League. And then, <laughs> and then, they, and then <laughs> their first away day was like Aberdeen, wasn't it? And then they went out. Finally <laughs> <laughs> so, made it to Europe, and it's Aberdeen. <laughs> predict Wolves to do something very similar. Yeah, I quite like that as a shout, actually. Although I'm going to stick with my guns that I think Leicester could come above any of United, Arsenal, or Chelsea. I think mm. they're not. I think Spurs. Liverpool and City are in a different world yeah. to the rest, unfortunately so. Uh, uh, and who are you tipping to go down? In fact, you I, know I don't even know what teams are in the Prem anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who which cares? teams are in the Prem. <laughs> who came up? Sheffield United. Sheffield United. Villa. Villa. Norwich. Norwich. Oh, Norwich. <laughs> Norwich. <laughs> For sake. Uh, Who's invited these weird little freaks back again? <laughs> I'm sick and tired of knowing being the Premier League. Literally, no. Tell me one person, part Delia Smith, who's excited about Norwich being back. I honestly think this that thought of Norwich being back has made me go from gagging for the Premier League yeah. to come back to. This podcast has actually made me realise that maybe we don't want. Football we don't back. need it. Man. Maybe, maybe we we give up on football. You know, it's, I've already seen like it's a Monday night football. You've had a long day where you come home and it's Norwich against Burnley. It's like, Mm. (laughs) (laughs) anyway has anyone got anything to add on the Prem Um, uh, personally no who's your player of the season prediction I like that Uh, James Madison unless we're going to come fourth fuck it I'll just say it Rate that. I rate that. Cheers. Put, put your money where your mouth is. I want, I want to see a, a double placed on that, and we'll see at the end of the season how much you made. All right, I'll put one pound on it. That's a deal. Barry, who's yours? Raheem Sterling. Uh, you played it safe there, Baz, mate. I know, but he's just amazing, isn't he? Yeah, he is beautiful. Joe? Hyungmin Son. <laughs> he's only Hyungmin after all. <laughs> Um, Human Son, I reckon like Kane will probably get injured again, and yeah. he'll like, like you know, score a couple of goals, become yeah, the main man. Yeah. Um, Carlos, player of the season. I'm gonna go with Bamiyang because he's got a lot of creativity, more even more creativity behind him. I think he's just gonna be an absolute goal machine. Interesting. Um, and who's your? Are you gonna say he's gonna be a top scorer as well then? Yeah, I guess so. I think he's gonna go off. Joe, top scorer. Human. Human. <laughs> You've got a real human in your butt, haven't Sounds you? Sounds like you're going to be the human league this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm going human. That's good, that. That's good. Cut a bit of human league in there now. Uh, yeah, Bamiyang. Bamiyang as well. Yeah. Punters, uh, sorry for the people that don't care about football, but get a grip and follow it like the rest of us. See you when the season starts.